Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time for the latest on the Brewers, Bucks, and Packers with the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Myself tonight, I wouldn't get emotional, and here I go. <laughs> Tim Shea's a little bit frustrated with our draft. Sam. Our family needs us. You know. <laughs> I don't know why this question. <clears throat> Sorry, we need to do this. We need football right now. We won't need it forever, but we need it right now. <laughs> yeah, I Tim mean, Shea's a little bit mad with our draft, him getting left off. I mean, is he really surprised, though? <laughs> he literally lied about playing basketball when we were talking about this 2v2 a couple days ago. I can't have liars on my team. I can't trust him on my team. Plus, he's Canadian. He's too nice. He has no edge. He has no grit. I'm sorry if that sounds mean, but it's true. Tim, I'm sorry, man. I really do like you, but... I think it's Bart's fault that everyone makes fun of you now. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in. Let's talk some Milwaukee Bucks. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. We are live from the Lakeland University studios offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. One year ago today, the Milwaukee Bucks were crowned NBA champions. You can hop in and talk to us about it. 414-799-1250. This man was supposed to join us about 20 minutes ago, but he's on now. What's up, Notebook Mike? Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Jeez. What what happened to you last night? I heard Trav, and I said, well, I'll take a little nap. And then the next thing I heard was you guys yelling at me. (laughs) You ghosted us, Mike. Today was supposed to be your draft day. Real quick, Mike. You, You were supposed to draft with us. You might draft with us another time. If you had to right now, who would be your starting five of the WSSP staff for basketball? You know, that's kind of hard for me. Well, I mean, that's basically what you would have had to do. Do they still have to work there? Yes. Yeah, I would I would have bombed. Well, who you got? Give me your starting five, or at least three. Well, Tim Allen is a good pick. Big time Mike McGivern. 
Yeah, of course. Oh, God. Well, you guys picked him all, Gary. All right. Roy. Sparky. All right, let's get over to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. They won it a year ago today. What was your favorite memory? Well, real quick, I, I guess I'm playing Friday. Okay. Well, are you going to call us then? Yeah, I will call. I wrote it in my notebook. Yeah, write it in your Perfect. notebook, all right? Perfect. Jeez. So as we speak, I'm staring at the trophy and the belt. And I'll be quick. I just went to the bar, tried not to drink a lot because I was driving. Jesus okay. Everyone was bawling like babies. <laughs> and I said, well, I want to go. I want to call Sparky. Uh, <laughs> so I called Sparky. I did get emotional, too. And uh, all I said was, do you think they can keep Moses' core for next year? He hangs up on me. <laughs> like, we're talking about that. Uh, All right, Mike. Mike, is that the championship trophy and belt that you promised to show Rami and never did when he went to one of his stand-up shows? I brought the belt. You said he never saw it. Yeah, I had it right on the bar. All right. But the trophy's really heavy. <laughs> All right, Mike. Appreciate Mike, it, man. Someday we'll do uh, third base. Yeah. And then Fourth I'll bring base. it there and everyone can get a selfie. All right, Alrighty. Mike, you got it in your notebook? You're drafting yeah, Friday, okay? 445, brother. 445. Yeah, Friday. Okay. All, All right, right, Mike. Well, okay, we'll talk bye. to you then, man. Love you. Love you too, Love Mike. Love you too, Mike. 414 1250 if you want to hop in. Maybe we'll do that for uh, Friday's draft. Places we'd like to party with Notebook Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good draft topic. <laughs> yeah, why not, man? All right. That would be fun. Places to party with Notebook Mike. All right, let's continue to talk about this Bucks run. So, one year ago today, they win the whole thing. What were your favorite memories of that night? What did you do for Game 6? What was your favorite moment of the entire run? And do you think anything can ever come close to topping this? 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. And we've gone through a lot of what we believe about this run is like, it's so hard to top a run like the Bucks had because it was so special. You talk about pretty much every aspect of it. It was special. And it was special to the Bucks and it was special to that year. You know, it felt like that that Bucks team was just so different than any other one you're going to encounter the rest of the time whether it's the Brewers, the Bucks, the Packers because just the guys that are on the team it was the first time in 50 years. They finally got over the hump against the Nets. They struggled in that playoffs. They're going down 0-2 in different series. And yet they found a way to win the whole thing. And so I think as the city of Milwaukee, you go back and look one year ago from today, which is crazy to think that it's been a whole year. It almost feels like it was yesterday, but then at the same time, it almost feels like it was three years ago. It's really weird in that sense. But it's only been a year, and you have all the stuff that went on before that with COVID and the limited fans, and then you finally are able to start allowing fans back in, and you get the full experience down at the district and all the fans down there. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like anything 
could ever come close to it, even if the Brewers go on to win their first one, which would be incredibly special, don't get me wrong, and not saying that it wouldn't be up there. But I just don't think that anything can touch that Bucks run because of how special that team was and how connected you felt with that basketball team. And it's because of the guys like Giannis, Chris, and Drew. And for whatever reason, I think this playoffs, I don't think everyone did it, but for some reason a lot of people kind of underrated or undermined the impact that Chris Middleton has on this basketball team. You know, we had some people call in and say, oh, they don't need Chris Middleton. Oh, some people even said, which I don't think is a majority opinion, but even some people said, oh, yeah, they're better without Chris Middleton. And the crazy part, that wasn't even just Ram. There were other people that were thinking those sort of things. And so you need all these guys to go back. And maybe that's something we can look at here in this final hour on a Wednesday, a year ago from the Bucks championship. How can they get back there? What do they need to do to get back to that point that they can win another NBA Finals? Because that's what you want. That's the ultimate goal. It's awesome to do all these different things that they've done. But now that you've been there and you've had a taste of it and you've done it, you got to do it again. You want to do it again. You know, nothing else that you do is going to be satisfying because you've now won an NBA Finals. You know, getting to the Conference Finals, that's not satisfying anymore because you've won one. You know, getting to the playoffs, being a one seed, getting to the finals, it's not satisfying. you got to win another one. So hopefully the Bucs can get back there. I want to continue to talk about this with you guys. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in on the conversation. We'll take a quick break when we come back. More of Bucks in Six Day here on the Fan Afternoon Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Toby and Sam.
Breeze, Bobby Buckus, that boy is sick, Cream City, you know it's Bucks and Six, Tanya and before this, now Bobby Portis, we ran the beat back, just changed the chorus. Bobby. It's number nine for your Milwaukee Bucks We ballin' at the Pfizer Vice wide open Starin' at the sun You dirty candle Janet Oh, that's cool, bro We don't get no fuck We hit the three Get back on D And catch the lot from Drew I promised myself tonight I wouldn't get emotional And here I go <laughs> It's a fan <laughs> afternoon show With Toby Altizer and Sam Schmidt Zero until 50 a.m. Oh, we're terrible people And I'm glad I'm making you Into a terrible person <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. I promised myself tonight <laughs> I wouldn't get emotional. And here I go. What I found is our family needs us. You know. Okay, I'm not going to play the whole thing. <laughs> Again, the thing that I miss most, though, Sam, about the runs that we've done with the Bucks is listening to these jams. Oh, they're the best. Because we get Brewers ones, we get Packers ones, obviously, but we have G Force is really good. For the G-Force is good. But nothing compares to this Bucks catalog that we built here at 1250 and like, the Fan. Thanks to, this is G's Louise. Yeah. Bobby Portis. We, we got had Classic, Bucks classic. and Six. We have Eddie J. Lemberger, Bucks Lust. So, yeah, we're dealing. We're cooking with gas, as we like I to call. love these songs, man. They're great. They really, like, and the thing is, too, that's an exclusive. That's the, we made them make a clean version so we could play it here at 1250 and the Fan. Oh, so exclusive to us. Yeah, and they're friends of the show. We've had them on before. Yeah, geez Louise, baby. That's awesome, yeah. I, I loved, and that was what was so much fun about this Bucks run, is everyone getting involved with it, making songs. You know, you had all types of different things. And it's just, it's so much fun when your teams are competing like that. And, you know, this Bucks run has kind of made it so that you have extra expectations with at least the Brewers. I think the Packers always have sky-high expectations, especially when you have quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, it added extra pressure on the Brewers to try and get one done, right? I mean, they have to feel like they've got to win one now because they've proven, the Bucks did at least, that you can win a championship in Milwaukee, and you can win it right now. Like It adds pressure because... I know it's totally different because there's a salary cap in basketball and there isn't in baseball. So, you know, these other teams that are bigger markets truly do have a bigger advantage than they do in the other sports. But even so, I think the Bucks getting that championship added so much pressure to the Brewers and also alleviated a lot of pressure off of themselves with the Bucks. You know, if this goes down as the only championship that this big three wins of – Giannis, Drew, and Chris. Would you be satisfied with that? Because I think a majority of Bucks fans would say no right now because you think, oh, yeah, they should win another one. But if they lose in fashion like maybe they did this year or they have a solid year but there's a better team that wins it, are you going to be as disappointed? Because I don't know that you would. Sam, how do you, would you feel about that if that's the only one they win? You know, it's funny. I think um, like a day or two after the Bucks won the championship and after the parade, I was working on Midday Madness with Sparky, and he was talking. He was asking that question. He's like, how many championships would you be satisfied during Giannis's tenure of the Milwaukee Bucks? And at the time, I don't know why I said it, but I think I just believed that like this Bucks team can win like probably three if everything goes right and they stay healthy. Not two, not three. <laughs> I think I think they're capable of winning multiple championships, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I think I'd be foolish to say, well, oh, I'd be just, you know happy with one. But a couple of years looking back at it, like, who honestly expected 
the Bucks to win a championship that year. I think we all knew that they were going to be, you know, probably make another deep playoff run. It's kind of like the Brewers. We were just at that time going into that season, we were just hoping that the Bucks could get back to the conference finals and make a run and get a little deeper. And yeah, if they get to the finals, that'd be cool. But I don't think anybody was really expecting it. It's kind of like the Brewers right now where we're at with them. It's like we're getting tired of just getting into the playoffs. We want to get further. We want to have a shot, actually. Mm-hmm. And to actually make it become a reality, like, yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, like, we all realize, too, especially after this season with Middleton going down, like, it takes a lot. Everything has to go right for you to be a championship, along with being, you know, also one of the best teams in the NBA. But I think, you know, that, that one championship is, is very special to me. And um, I promised myself tonight I wouldn't get emotional. And here I go. So, yeah, I think um, I, I do think they're capable of winning multiple championships, but I, I do think I'd be okay with just one at the end of the day. As opposed to like the Packers and all that, where it's just like in their DNA to win championships, and I expect. Well, and them. see, my, my cousin just texted me. He's listening to the show, and he said, "You know what? I'm fine. The Packers only have won one with Rodgers. I don't know that this is the general sentiment among a lot of Packers fans, but he said I'm fine with that. So I think with the Bucks and being in Milwaukee and not having necessarily the history of a team like the Green Bay Packers." You know, generally, you think about the Milwaukee Bucks uh, before Giannis kind of turned this thing around, and they were a bit of a joke, right? Like, they weren't someone that you considered at the top of the NBA. They weren't even probably a top 15 team that you talked about when you asked someone about the NBA. They weren't one of the first teams brought up, much less being in the conversation as best team in the NBA. And now, because of this, I forget where I was, Sam. I'm trying to remember where I was. Like it might have been just walking around D.C. Oh, yeah. So I was in Virginia. And we were going to this place that I went to growing up all the time. It's called Skyline Drive. And you it's like a national park or whatever. And you drive along it and you get to see you know, different sites of the mountains and everything. Stop at one of the rest stops. Bucks jersey goes walking by. You think there were Bucks jerseys walking by in random places before? Nope. Now they've won a championship. Now they've put Milwaukee on the map. And again, I think that's why you have that extra pressure with the Brewers. And they kind of alleviated some of that with themselves. And the reality of it is, another reason it makes it special is because some of that pressure was building exponentially for the Bucks. Like, think back to last year if they wouldn't have won. Think back to it. You're questioning the superstars around Giannis and if it's enough. You're for sure questioning Mike Budenholzer, right? And you're saying he should be fired. You're questioning John Horst. You're questioning the ownership. You might even question Giannis a little bit. At least not here they wouldn't, but nationally they're questioning Giannis. Think about all that because that was all happening in that playoffs and the playoffs before. And it was going to kind of crescendo if they didn't win that one. And then they go out and say, you know what? Screw all that stuff. We're going to win. And they did it. That's a interesting question that I'm glad we never had to face the answer of like what it was going to be. If they made the NBA Finals that year and they lost, would Bucks fans still be pretty satisfied? Because I think a lot of people would probably say no. But unlike, you know, unlike the Brewers, it was Giannis's first year of that. Well, I know the was that the first year of the Supermax, or would the Supermax have kicked in after that year? Uh, probably after that year. But anyways, I mean, either way, like Giannis signing the Supermax like to get to the finals that year, I think if you were to tell Bucks fans that you're going to get to the finals, but you're probably not going to win it in Giannis's first year that he actually commits to staying in Milwaukee, 
I think most fans would be like, okay, but that's an interesting question that I'm glad we never had to face the reality of because, oh man, the fire Mike Budenholzer chance would have been loud. Yeah, I mean, we were already back on that again this year. Yeah. With, well, is Budenholzer holding them back and all these different things? And that's all good and well. That, that's, you know, that's going to naturally come. But winning a championship alleviates so much of that. And the Brewers have kind of put that on themselves by struggling lately, and then the Bucks winning it just kind of adds some, and the Bucks were able to take some of that off themselves. And so I don't know what the general consensus would be among Bucks fans, but I would think that this window, and we talked with Marcus Johnson, not this show, but the big show, we'll talk with Marcus Johnson, I think it was last week, and they asked him about this title window that they're in. And he said, yeah, maybe two, one, two, maybe three years. So this window that the Bucks are in essentially is going to last what? They won the championship uh, two year, or last year. They didn't win it this past season, so that would be two seasons worth. If it's three more, it's like a five-year window. And if you only walked out of it with one, yeah, it'd be disappointing you didn't win more. But I think the one you won was so special that it would probably almost – overcome, overshadow the fact that you didn't win more than just one? I think that's what the general feel would be. At least that's how I would feel about it. 414-799-1250, reliving the Bucks Game 6 victory to be clinched, to be claimed, to, to be named. There we go. To be named NBA champions for the first time in 50 years, a year ago today. Let's get out to James in Waukesha. James, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Good. How you doing, James? Hey, hey I'm good. Hey, um, just to kind of touch touch point on, on one of your messages, nobody nationally, not first take, not get up in the morning, was questioning Budenhauser or John Horace. That was all coming locally, and it was most of it was coming from your station, and and most of it was coming from. The big show, and it's well, ours. Uh, yeah, so let's get that right. None of I and and when the basketball season is going, I'm I'm watching first take and get up because they're covering it exclusively, and and no, and nobody on those platforms were questioning Bootenholzer or John Horse. You're right because they were talking about the Lakers. And yeah, they, yeah, they yeah they. Yeah, the Knicks, the Lakers. Yeah, the Here's the thing. I I get where you're coming from, James. There were people questioning Mike Budenholzer. And I forget who it was that we had on the show even a while ago. And it's not someone that's associated with this station. I'm trying to – who was it? There was a a big basketball guy that came on. Number one, it was was, was Steve. But there's nothing wrong with questioning – Mike Budenholzer. But what? What? what, what okay, James. Him? James. What was your What was your favorite memory about the finals run? Wanting to fire him if he doesn't win a championship. Okay, that happens all over the place. Dwayne Casey oh, got no. fired. Come on. Dwayne Casey are, got are, fired. He was the coach of the year. Are, are we ready to fire Craig Council? People are. Mm. What's the ulti- Here's the thing, James. What's the ultimate goal in sports? Is it to just be good? Or is it to win championships? Because to win it all. Okay, and that's why I'm saying Mike Budenholzer has gotten over the hump. You know, He's I think great. Craig should be fine, but if he doesn't win it and it's five years from now, 
Who am I to say they shouldn't move on and try to bring someone else in? Look what happened but, with the Raptors. But, but, but Budenholzer had the pedigree. He, he should never yeah, have that question. I don't. Okay. You can yeah, blame our station here. for it, but we were just talking what we think, man. And I don't think there's yeah. anything wrong with the way we were laying it out. James, appreciate it, man. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. If you want to hop in on the conversation here, and remember the Bucks run and how special it was. Look, I mean, there was a lot of talk. Whether it was just our station or not, I don't think that's the case. There was definitely other outlets. Yeah, but it wasn't just. Like there one were people talking about Mike Budenholzer is on the hot seat. Bart was talking about it in the morning and saying that we should get rid of Mike Budenholzer in the middle of playoff series. Now, that's obviously a little bit crazy, but Mike Budenholzer was on the hot seat. There were questions about the guys around Giannis. There were questions about Giannis. If he was, he couldn't overcome things because he didn't have a jumper and he couldn't beat the wall in the playoffs. You can act like that conversation didn't happen, but it did. It happened before last playoffs, and it was starting to happen during last playoffs because it looked like they weren't going to be able to get the job done. We can't just completely forget every narrative that there's been because, you know, revisionist history, the Bucks won it. There was talk that Budenholzer should have been fired. There was talk that Chris Middleton wasn't a good enough number two. There was talk that Drew Holiday is, oh, it's Drew Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe 2.0. All these things happened. We can't just act like they didn't. Yes, they won the NBA Finals. That's great. Doesn't mean we just throw everything out. So those things happened. But I think that's what winning a championship, despite all that, makes it even more special. It, it made it even more frustrating with Budenholzer during that playoff run, too, last year, because we all remember the Nets series, how he wasn't playing Bobby Portis. He didn't play him at all. So, And we all know, too, the track record that Budenholzer had in Atlanta. He had a great team. He had Corver, Joe Johnson, Josh Smith, Millsap, and all those guys. But and that's the first time he Al got over Horford, the hump as a head coach. Yeah. Right. He, but in Atlanta, he could never get over the hump. So mm-hmm. we were kind of at that point, I think Bucks fans were a little on edge because it was kind of hoping that it wouldn't be the same. But thankfully, Mike Budenholzer defied the odds, and he won a championship now. He's a national champion head basketball coach, aside from the ones that he's won with the Spurs as an assistant and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, as a head coach, he's a NBA champion. And I think that's something that took a little bit of the pressure off him as well. And I think that's a good thing. I, I'm glad that you get to see now what this Bucks team can become now that they've had kind of that weight lifted off their shoulders. They were the defending champs all this year. And I, I don't think it, too, can be underestimated the impact that offseason had on the Bucks. It had an, extent, uh, an up impact to an extent on the Suns as well. A very short offseason. Even shorter for guys like Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. They go into the playoffs, and they've been playing for month after month after month with really not having that much of an offseason. They don't get it done this year. Disappointing, yes, but now they have a real offseason. Now Giannis has time that he can go and work on his game, and it doesn't feel like he rushes a trip to Greece, comes back, and then training camp starts because that's what it felt like last year. felt like he did the parade for Drew and Chris. They did the parade and immediately flew out to the Olympics. For Giannis, it was do the parade, hang out for a day or two, fly back to Greece, enjoy time with family out there, work on your game whenever you get a chance, come back, and then two weeks later, you're starting training camp. That's what it felt like for Giannis and Chris and Drew. Now this year, yes, they lost a little bit earlier, but even if they would have got to the finals, they're going to get a full offseason. And you saw the improvement that Giannis showed 
from the end or from the NBA Finals just to the beginning of last year. Imagine what he can do when he has an offseason 1-1, he can fully recover, and then two, he can continue to work on his game. I mean, how good is Giannis going to be this year? I think that's something that we haven't talked about a whole lot is we saw Giannis improve his jumper, and yeah, maybe it kind of faded a little bit as the year went on, but now he's going to have a full, regular length offseason to kind of work on it. Do you think that knee is going to be a lot better too, health-wise? Did you feel like you noticed it at all last year? I don't know that no, I really noticed once, it. No, but once we read that article by Sam Amick, it's just something that he kind of talked about how he may have to deal with it the rest of his career. But I think, you know, two seasons away from that now, hopefully it's a little bit better, and that makes him a better player. Yeah, I mean, that's going to just give you more confidence, more strength in that knee. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, you would think just the longer and longer it goes, as long as he doesn't tweak it or re-injure it. On top of that, too, we talk about – you know, Drew Holiday going into year two last year in Budenholzer's system. Now it's going to be year three, and it's going to be a couple other of these role players that you brought in from last year, like Wes Matthews and stuff like that. It's going to be year two for them with this core, so hopefully that's even better for the Bucks as a whole. I just want to see them improve on their half-court offense quite a bit. Uh, at times you'd see them, they're still incredible in transition because of Giannis. When you get Giannis out in transition, he's pretty much unstoppable, and everyone in the league pretty much understands that, that that's what you got to avoid. That's why it should be a good thing for the Bucks that they eliminated that take foul. That's going to be so nice because now Giannis can get his get going downhill in transition and you can't have a guy just reach out and grab him and stop him. So that's going to be nice to see him getting out in transition more and not being stopped. But they were always good in transition. I was never a fan of their half-court offense, and I'm interested to see the kind of adjustments that Mike Budenholzer makes because one thing that we talk about with Budenholzer is a lot of times he would make decent adjustments if he made the adjustment. The problem was in games he never made the adjustment. You know, we talked about that in the even in the finals run during the series. It felt like, come on, bud. It, the, the the switch here, the change here is fairly obvious. Can you just do it? And he wouldn't do it, but it'd show up in, you know, if you were talking game two, it'd show up in game three. Yeah, It wouldn't be in game. And so, you know, now he's going to have a whole offseason to try and figure out what went wrong in the Celtics series. Why couldn't we score? Yes, Chris Middleton was out. But we need to be able to do something in case Chris Middleton's out or even when Chris Middleton needs a break. Like we need to be able to do those sort of things. That's what I'm just hoping for next year for the Bucks to take that next step up is like the Boston Celtics where they have all these guys that they can rely on outside of Tatum and Jalen Brown. I hope that the Bucks can find these role players who a lot of them are back from last year. I hope they can just continue to excel in their role that they're given, like Grayson Allen. And hopefully he doesn't just, you know, kind of go you know, doesn't get shot or I don't know what you want to say, but he doesn't get um gun shy. Exactly. When in it matters most in the playoffs if he's not facing the Chicago Bulls. Thank you, by the way. Um, but on top of that, I hope they didn't just bring Javon Carter back to not use him in the playoffs. I hope they didn't bring even like Serge Ibaka back. Like you can you can use Serge Ibaka for yeah, like at least like sure. two or three minute spurts in the NBA playoffs. So well, I, and now they're gonna have a full season with those right. guys to find the real role for him. And Bochamp too. That's Bo gonna Champ, be exciting. Yeah. And hopefully Jordan if they do bring Jordan Wara back once we figure out his restricted free agency deal and all that. Hopefully Jordan Wara can now, you know, finally look himself in the mirror and like realize what he needs to work on if he wants to be a part of this team. So that's what I'm excited about for next year. I, I know Giannis, Drew, and Chris, they're all going to be themselves. Bob, it's good to have Bobby back. It's good to have Pat Connaughton back. Brooke Lopez hopefully stays healthy, but 
for me, I'm just really focusing on those role players and how they excel, and especially in the big pressure moments, too, for all those guys. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're right back in it again next year because you have the big three back again. And, you know, you saw it to an extent on the Bucks' run. It does require some luck. You saw it two years ago when the Bucks won. Well, technically a year ago, two seasons ago. And you saw it this past season. It requires some luck. They got lucky in a sense. They probably can still win that series against the Nets, but let's not act like they didn't benefit from Kyrie and Harden being out. But that's fine. I'm not saying yeah. that there's an asterisk. It, like That, that yeah. goes along with it. And guess what? The Celtics benefited from Chris Middleton being out. That, that's what happens, and that's why it requires – it's such a fine line of winning a championship and not winning a championship when you get into the playoffs. And some of those fine lines can be as simple as – our guys were able to be on the floor, and our guys weren't be able to be on the floor. Like that's what's the difference between the Bucks this year and last year. You know, I think Giannis was playing just as well. I think you had, you know, same sort of coaching, and you maybe lost PJ Tucker, but you gained some guys here and there. Like very similar teams, but ultimately you had better health. You, everything kind of fell your way when you won the finals, and it didn't go your way this past season. That's what really grinds my gears when it comes to basketball talk between all these fan bases and stuff like that, especially in like comment sections for you know posts on social media and stuff like that. Is they always want to point to who was injured for these playoff runs for every team, but you can go to every playoff series. Oh yeah, every playoff. You know, go every, to the Raptors one. Every Kevin NBA Durant. Finals, exactly. The Warriors with Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson going down. You can look at even uh, even the Kevin, yeah. Kevin Love in the first yeah, like the Cavs Warriors, Warriors finals yeah. matchup if Kevin Love's healthy who knows how that goes out Draymond Green if he doesn't get suspended you talked about the Nets last year with Kyrie and James Harden but it's I mean, part of the game exactly you can point to every single year there's going to be a run and that's just part of I mean last year with the Bucks too and Chris Middleton it's just part of getting to that championship and actually being able to win it it's just something that you can't control but it happens every year to every team. It's just gonna. You, it's something that you can't control that you just have to get lucky on. Yeah, I mean, the only way that I would say, oh, that's a valid argument, is if your guy goes out of his way to injure someone, right? Like, yeah. if you're talking about... Sasa you know, Pachulia and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, something like that. Like, okay, yeah, we can have that conversation then. But I don't want to hear any of the, oh, well, Giannis is a dirty player because he stuck his foot right under Kyrie. No, 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 stop. Like, none, none of that stuff's legit. So I think that overall... The Bucks are just going to have to hope for good health again this year, and they'll be right back in the equation for winning an NBA Finals. Because if they could have beat Boston, I think they could have beat Golden State. I mean, there's going to be games where Steph would have gone off and, you know, Jordan Poole would have had his games and whatever. But I think they could have beat Golden State. And I think you're going to be right back in it again next year against Golden State, against the teams in the East, the Celtics, the Nets, or I don't know if the Nets are going to be in it, the the Sixers, the Heat, they're going to be right there again. The teams out West, they'll be able to beat them. I'm excited. I, I'd love to see them do it again. I'd love to see them do it again. Again, one year ago today, the Milwaukee Bucks were crowned NBA champions. We're talking about it with you guys. 414-799-1250. We'll wrap up the Fan Afternoon Show on Bucks and Six Day next. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. I am Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. We are wrapping it up here today on a Wednesday. A year ago today, the Milwaukee Bucks were crowned NBA champions. It is Bucks and Six Day. We're talking with you guys about it. 414-799-1250 if you want to share your thoughts about remembering back to the Bucks winning it. What were you doing for Game 6? What was your favorite moment? 
all those things. Give us a call, 414-799-1250. As we wrap up the Fan Afternoon Show today, let's get out to Scott, who's in Merrill. Scott, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. How you doing, Scott? Good, good. I just thought I'd call in real quick. I, you'll probably hear my car door slam in a minute because I'm dropping my kids off at, at football camp. But um, I, I was just calling because the, the memory that stuck out the most to me of Game 6 was my, uh, my dad passed away uh, last year on the 19th, and then on the 20th today we all got together, uh, you know, last year today, and watched the game at my mom's house with my brother and his family and and um, and just, you know, really made, took our minds off, you know, the death uh, of my dad and, and kind of uh, made us forget about it for a little bit because we were all happy and celebrating it. So it was, it was pretty cool and meaningful. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough memory to have because you're going to always associate that with your father, but I'm sure it's great memories with family. And sorry to hear about your dad, but I'm glad the Bucks could help you, you take your mind off it for a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, you know, but we'll be back there. We'll make new memories. And, uh, you know, I, I think next year they'll be back bigger and stronger and better. And, and hopefully they uh, even add a few more pieces yet. But I think, I think that roster is pretty much set. Yeah, totally agree. Scott, appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks, guys. 414-799-1250. Let's get out to West Alice. John's calling us from there. John, what's up, man? Hey, man. How you doing? Good. How you doing, John? Not too bad. Um, so I've, I've never really been a basketball fan until kind of the – I hopped on the Bucks bandwagon. I'm not going to lie about it. Yeah, no problem um, with that. But uh, I went to AEW when they were here in town right after that had happened. Um, and man, right between the tapings of Dynamite going into Rampage, Tony Khan came out and was like, Hey, I've got a surprise for you guys. And was like, Here's your Milwaukee or your uh, NBA champs, Milwaukee Bucks. Here's Giannis. I think his brother, Thanasis, was there too. And man, the place erupted. I mean, we've been watching wrestling for, you know, four or five hours at that point. So typically, you're kind of tired. You're not going to be shouting as much. Um, the entire place was just electric. People were screaming. The whole place is screaming bucks and six. Um, you know, Giannis and his brother come into the ring, and they're, you know, flying up or down, having a good time. And it was, man, that was just insane. So I'm hoping that we can go back again and, and get that feeling again. Yeah, I remember that because uh, Bart went to that AEW event, and he took a video, and Giannis on his way out of the ring slipped. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Great. Now we're gonna hurt Giannis's knee afterwards at an AEW event. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he tried to slide into the ring and didn't do so hot with it, but it was it still was just awesome to see. And then just watching this, you know, I mean, he's he's a big guy, so like you know, him getting into a ring where the ropes don't really get higher than like six <laughs> foot, he still looked like an absolute monster in there. It was awesome. Yeah, that's great. A uh, great memory, of course. Appreciate the phone call, man. Yeah, absolutely. Take care. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in as we wrap up the show today. Yeah, I mean, just, Sam, what would be your favorite memory? I think I already asked you, but I'm just trying to think of what exactly would be mine. I think it's just got to be in the stadium for Game 6 and hearing yeah. the crowd react. I mean, obviously, game-wise, it's it's seeing Giannis and P.J. Tucker, who, by the way, one of our callers, Mike, uh, wanted to bring up that memory from the game but wasn't able to get on. He was talking about when 
Giannis and PJ Tucker were kind of bumping chests at oh, when, the, when the clock was running down. You like, were talking about how you have videos of things. I have that on I video have that too. too, and that um, was awesome to see them. Like, because there was like 18 seconds left, right? And they were like, they realized that's like, the, it's the, done. Yeah, the clock was running down, and Giannis and PJ are just you know chest bumping each other, and that's that. And then the confetti starts shooting like that. Two five minutes of what happened after that is like always like in my mind like I'll never forget that. Hey, and don't forget you can get a free frosty because they made sure to put <laughs> yeah, that up before right NBA away. champs. <laughs> um, but on top of that, like on, the more sentimental thing, like my favorite memory was just afterwards once I'm done doing the post game stuff and all that. Uh, just being able to call my dad and like talk about you know celebrate the championship at that moment with him, like that was something I'll never forget too. So just. Great experiences, great memories. I'm sure we all have, but I'm glad it really like the thing I'm proud about most is that it really at that point brought the city of Milwaukee together. Yeah, I had a similar experience, except for I didn't call my dad. I drove Bart back to the station. <laughs> uh, him and his little potato wedge. <laughs> drove Bart back. We got some late night food, came back, I did a show with Tim Allen at two in the morning. And then uh, Bart fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah, Bart was a mess. Oh, I don't know how he got it. through those shows. Shout out to you guys and doing that. I don't know how you guys did it. Yeah, that was absolutely incredible. It was such a fun run, too. I mean, it's just think, the I whole think, thing was incredible. I think I went to bed by the time I got home. And I, I literally walked home from Pfizer Forum 2 to my apartment, like right off of Brady Street. And I think I went to bed around like 5 or 6 in the morning. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and you had to work that next day, too, right? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was worth it, though. I mean, it was pretty easy. Just everybody's reminiscing, talking about the championship and how great it was. And then we had Marcus Johnson on that day, too. So I'll never forget it, though. It was definitely worth all the exhaustion and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. that's why I just think it's going to be so hard to top for them, even if they did it again, you know, going through the different things that they went through. It'd be the second time. It wouldn't be the first. It wouldn't be the first time in 50 years. Wouldn't be the first time that Giannis got to the top of the mountain. It'd be awesome. I, I just I think it'd be hard to top. I really do. All right, I'm gonna get sign off for today. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. We're gonna leave you with a little bit of little flavor from the Bucks run. We'll leave you some Eddie J. Lemberg as we wrap up the fan afternoon show today. We'll be back at three tomorrow. A supernatural, unflappable command of stealth, power, strength. This whole wide world believes in us. Shout, I love my Milwaukee Bucks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.